very common for people in my generation, people my age in particular, I see it now more than ever for them to just checking out, going in and checking out. Their life is over. Their intellectual pursuit is over. Their creative spurt is over. Do you ever wonder why sometimes songwriters don't write songs when they're older? Why is that? Why? Why? was watching a great um, documentary on Jimmy Webb. Where are his new songs? Why doesn't McCartney write new songs? What, what happened? Was it because we were different then? Because there's this font of, of, of genius. They asked uh, Dylan one time, why? What is it about youth for the most part, for the most part, that encourages this sense of interest and intrigue. And there's nothing worse than to see young people who don't feel like that. Whenever you have a child or or a, a grandkid or somebody who is going through moments of expression, I used to always like the goth folks. You may have heard me say this. I just always liked them. I don't know what they were about, but I liked the fact that they didn't care what anybody said. They kind of scared people. They walked around with their face that was painted white and black lipstick and this and that. And they just looked, they just looked, wow. They're incredible. They're just, they're just, they're just, they're just incredible how this thing works. And they always wanted to find something new, something different. They were always pushing, pushing the rules. And I thought that was so wonderful. Pushing the rules, pushing the extreme. Pushing convention. I love that. I remember like it was yesterday when I was in high school. We wanted to be different. Everybody, if, if people were doing drugs, we didn't want to do drugs. If somebody wanted to have short hair, we wanted long hair. If somebody wanted this, we wanted the opposite. If somebody was listening to the Stones, we were listening to Samba. You know, whatever, whatever we we rejoiced and regaled and loved being different. We loved it. We wanted somebody would, uh, each of us in our high school, somebody would have this unique personality type. Somebody might be involved in literature, some weird, I just knew so many people who were so unique. I don't see that anymore. I don't, I, I don't see this. I know so few people that I would call today intellectuals. I knew more intellectuals at the age of 16 and 17 people who who pursued thought ideas discovery policy philosophy politics polity uh, and 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 today we've been reduced to newsmax and fox news and uh, usa today what does somebody call it? The best high school newspaper? I used to call it USA Today the newspaper for people who don't like newspapers. And this is where we are right now. This is going to be our doom. Our doom is going to be partly, yeah, 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 the woke, this and that. But it's going to be our own intellectual torpor. Our, we are oceos. We are, in fact, if I use a word people don't know, they say, what does that word mean? They'll never look it up. There is an anti-intellectual spirit in this country that is so responsible. We are in the middle 
of the greatest political revolution since 1776. And we need more people, but it still is being slowed down by people who just are not into it. YouTube, I was just watching before we talk, Michael Schellenberger, uh, YouTube, Guide to Escaping the Woke Matrix. One of the most brilliant things ever on disinformation and the weaponization of dismiss non-information, bias, and the like. We are absolutely under attack. And if we had just 10% more people, we could flood, we could win. So many, such a little bit of difference, such a little bit of difference. You know that I said that if we could go, if I could go into the black community and I could lower BMI rates by 10%, I could change the course of um, diabetes and hypertension and heart attacks and blindness. I see these the other day, whenever I see, and I, and somebody said, this is racist. I said, do you hear what I'm saying? I'm showing an inordinate concern over a certain faction of our community, the African-American, especially young community. And I'm seeing obesity at rates I've never even imagined before. And so, and not only that, not only that, but celebrate it with Lizzo and this one and that. We're talking, I mean, scary, scary, scary. The level of amputations, 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 heart attack, dialysis, uh, uh, nephritis, uh, renal failure. uh, uh, Just, I mean, it's just little things, little. So by just a 10%. And if you can just change your way of thinking by 10%, just a little bit, to change some things, and you don't have to do anything new. You don't have to do anything new. You don't have to um, go to a gym. You don't have to buy anything. You've got all the information. It's your attitude. And the attitude you have to do, you have to change, is to become absolutely insatiable when it comes to wanting to know more information. We never teach people how to learn things on their own, how to be self-taught, how to be the the autodidact. It's critical. It is so critical. If you don't understand history, you don't understand. Do we have anyone? You don't have to answer this, but is there anyone here who is adopted? Is there anyone here who is adopted? Do you know what all adoptees say? Every single one of them, without fail. Do you know what they say? They always say something to the effect of, I want to know what my parents looked like. Why did they leave? Why did they? Just tell me what happened. But I want to know my, what is it? My history. Where am I from? Who are my parents? What about, tell me, show me a picture. This is your grand grandfather. This is your, you want to know your history, your history history. And if you don't know the history of this country, real history, you could forget it. And there have been people, and let me tell you something. You know who the real good historians are? The people that get the most flack. Oliver Stone. God bless that man. God bless Oliver Stone. God bless Oliver Stone. God bless Oliver Stone for making people realize, my God. There's something to be said for that. Let me remind you right now as we're just into this, into eight minutes. I want you to to, uh, like this video, please. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that little bell. 
so you're notified of new releases and the like. And I want you to notice our great sponsor. We have a great group of people called Noble Gold Investments. I had absolutely no idea. None. None. And I'm not going to go into detail. I, I talk about it before. Check this, this link out. Isn't it interesting? Why is it that to this day, why is it that this is not worth much? But gold is. Why? You want to argue that point? It is. And it's never changed. And it never will be. Bitcoin, wonderful, terrific. Gold, gold, silver, silver metal, metals. I don't know what. You can argue that is a fact of humanity. Serious. Guaranteed. Look it up. Noble Gold Investments. See our great link. Great people. The nicest people I've ever met in my life. That being said. I want you to be curious about things. I want you to notice. I want you to be curious. I want you to say, oh, that's interesting. Why is that? I don't know. Why is that? I don't know why that is. Why? I want you to start being interested. And I don't want to say amazed. Because people say, that's amazing. They, they, they don't even know what amazing means. A couple of good news. A couple of good things. Let me just say this. Thank you, YouTube. Thank you. TikTok, YouTube, whatever, whatever your Instagram, whatever it is. Thank you. You know, years ago, years ago, I used to always say, I, there were more people, not women, but men who did not know how to cook. They knew nothing about cooking. Nothing. Nothing. They couldn't make anything. They, they just, they just it never even, uh, I don't know. Now, cooking, you can learn anything. And you see these people who make, who always, you always have to slam down meat and you have to slam down. Looking at omelet preparation in Japan with the tornadoes, brilliant. Because of this, it's, it's turned people on to the notion of, of loving food. Isn't that great? We have, we have the weapons right now to change everything by turning people on. But by making new information cool. Let me also say something. The person who does discovery better than anybody is Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan loves to find out new. He uses the F-bomb far too much. It's almost like a Tourette's tick. It's called coprolalia. People always refer to, they always refer sometimes incorrectly to Tourette's as being, uh, you know, saying bad words or copro. Lalia from capro meaning waste, you know, coprophagia, not good. But actually, it's number three on the list. It's OCD, it's ticks, OCD, and then number three is that. By the way, side, side issue. One time, little side issue. This is a story. I think it's funny. It should be. One day I was on WABC Morning Drive and I was saying something. I, th- I thought it was very clever. I thought, here's something interesting. I said, you know, I've got a, a, a way to handle people with Tourette's. And again, thinking that it was. That, that Tourette's always manifested by saying improper things. I said, why don't you just move to countries where nobody understands what you're saying? If somebody is, is yelling something out of them, if somebody says, you know, Tristia, oh my God, they don't understand that here. I thought it was funny. Ha ha ha. Until I got a letter from the Tourette Society who very kindly said, you don't understand this. And it made me feel terrible. We've sent you, it was a VCR that's called Twitch and Shout. Twitch and Shout. Please see this. Please see it. It is the most fascinating thing, but 
I'm just going to just see it. I'm not going to tell you what to think. Just see it for yourself. Fascinating. And of all the things in the world that they do, there are some people, by the way, who repetition. Interesting. There's a woman in, in, uh, in the UK. She says, biscuit, biscuit, biscuit. She doesn't, she doesn't curse. She says, that's her word. So it's not, it's not necessarily just a word that's bad. It's something which is reflexive, which I think Joe Rogan and others have. I saw an interview with Rick Beato and what's his name? Nunzo, Nunzio, Rick Beato. Uh, yes, Nuno Betancourt. Rick Beato is so, such a, so great, such a absolutely fantastic addition. I hope you've seen him. B-E-A-T-O. It looks like Beato, but it's Beato. He has a, a son who is totally pitch perfect, can hear chord progressions, C-sharp major, sustain four over E. I mean, I, I don't know how he does it. And then we had this Nuno Betancourt. This Nuno was, was dropping F-bombs that would make Joe Rogan cringe. Why do people do that? I think it's a form, not of Tourette's, but a form of the hyper-utilization of almost a, uh, a, a reflex speech out of indolence, laziness, intellectual torpor. Now, I wouldn't have known anything about that had I not investigated Tourette's first inadvertently. I'm always looking for new things. I did a whole video yet last night. One of the most fascinating stories is on Barbie. Now, I'm going to ask a question. Let me tell you what you're going to say. Who has seen Barbie? People right now will, will, will say, oh, I don't, I'm not going to see that. They're proud of that. Oh, not me. No way. Uh-uh. Not me. No, sirree. Barbie. No, no. Uh-uh. No, I don't watch that. I don't watch that. Hey, no way. No way. Uh-uh. Nope. No. Absolutely. That's, uh, wow. Hey. Uh. Not, uh, wow. Uh, okay. So that's the thing which is very interesting. The part of this whole deal, if you will, and why this is interesting, and why this is critical, and why all of this makes sense is I want you to go through life always looking and always finding new ways to explore new things, to explore and advance and to... I want to mention this Barbie thing. Barbie is one of the most fascinating stories because what's so interesting is that it is a Rorschach test. It is a Rorschach test and it will... will, You will be... Amazed, amazed, I think, I was amazed, at how people can get so much out of it incorrectly. That's all I'll say. It's an example, in many respects, it is an example of what appears to be, um, I guess for lack of a better word, it appears to be an over, an over, an overreaction to something without looking for it, just, just watching what this is about. It's actually a wonderful thing that celebrates 
girls, celebrates girls. There is a reference to patriarchy, but young girls are not paying attention to patriarchy. Most women are not going up. Make a long story short, it's fascinating. I don't want to spend too much time on it. I just want you to think about what I'm saying. Just think about what I'm saying. If you really want to see what's going on, if you really want to devote yourself to being a kind of a truth sentry in the world, you're going to have to pay attention to everything, to trends, to music, to what's going on, to everything. There is no information. There is no piece of datum or data that you should um, there's no piece of data that you should disregard is what I'm trying to say. None. None whatsoever. It is, it is so critical that you understand how this thing works. Now, let's talk about some interesting things. First, during the initial period of time when a lot of stuff happened, I, and not, not just I, but others said, we said specifically, that Ron DeSantis does not happen. And I don't know why. It's hard to say why things, who knows. Certain things happen, certain things don't. Ron DeSantis is just going nowhere. Absolutely going nowhere. Now, is that worth talking about? Sort of. It's kind of interesting. It's worth watching. I think it's kind of interesting. I think it's it's kind of worth watching, but but for whatever that's worth. Next, nobody knows what to do regarding how to actually handle this story about and regarding Donald Trump. Nobody nobody knows how how to handle do is it is he afraid? Uh, remember what I told you. Always go and look at the look at the headlines of Drudge Report. Martyr Don wants jail? Question mark. Taunts judge. Prosecutor witnesses declares Pence turned to the dark side. Can you tell me whether Donald Trump is doing this strategically? Whether it's wise? Is he losing his mind? Is he a damn fool? Does this make sense? Please tell me. Please tell me. And don't tell me from the point of view of what you want. Some of you, dear, wonderful people, will say things, not a, not based upon what you believe to be true, but you will say things based upon what you wish were true. You want it to be true. You hope it's true. You wish it were true. You, you, you want it to be true. You want more than anything else for this to be true. Oh no, Trump's winning. Oh no, Trump's a genius. Oh no, Trump's doing it because he he's a he's a he's a uh, he's a what is it called a stable genius or whatever four D chess. Remember that we heard. Oh no, he's oh no, he knows he he's a genius. And I disregard people like that because they're not paying attention. They're literally, actually, truly not paying any attention whatsoever. None. Listen carefully as to what's going on. What is this really about? It's the most fascinating story there is. Next. And why I think it's important. Please recognize the fact. Please recognize the fact. And this is important. That I think we are all on the same page. It is critical that the Democrats lose mightily. I want it to be the destruction, the political destruction, the, the peaceful 
uh, just, just remember, remember, you always have to be careful what you say. There are people who are always looking to shut you down based upon whatever you're trying to say. They're always shutting you down. That's why I always have to revert to my private channel. Because I can talk about things at levels, especially when it comes to race, sexuality, things, uh, science, anything that's worthwhile, that's where I can talk about. Everything eventually is going to be behind a paywall. Everything. Everything. Eventually, listen to what I'm saying. Eventually, they're going to, and this is going to be a slow process, the woke uh, mindlessness is going to destroy, is going to literally and actually and truly destroy free speech and is going to make the new web, the new, so to speak, the new uh, paywall stuff, paywall or private or whatever it is, kind of like Substack is, that's going to be what people are just getting away from it. Because you're realizing it right now. And people are going to say, this is, this is nuts. This is nuts. You don't... Now, let me say this again. The smartest thing, the smartest way to dilute, dilute many hours, the, the, dilute the quickest way to dilute is to make people absolutely saturate a particular subject with something. Saturate it. That's the way to do it. Don't tell people, don't say that. Do you know what turned people on more to JFK was Oliver Stone? Specifically those people who said Oliver Stone is wrong. That was it. We're in. Thank you. They were in. Oh, Oliver Stone's wrong? Yeah. We're in. Thank you. We're in. We're in. Love it. Thank you. Oliver Stone. Thank you. You know what's right. You know what's true. You know what's going on. I was just watching, uh, I just did a whole piece on my channel. I, I'm, I'm sorry to say it, but on this uh, Schellenberger. Oh, he broke down things that are, don't you see what's happening with uh, with uh, with uh, uh, Substack? I've got a friend of mine who does a Substack. I'm not going to mention his name. He may not want it, but he's going through all of the people who are, have you kept track of all the people in in entertainment and sports who are all canceling concerts because they're sick? I heard that Mick Jagger looks frail. Oh, no. Don't tell me that. No. No, no. See, Mick Jagger is Dorian Gray. This is... Even Charlie Watts bothered me. But I thought, well, maybe. When Mick Jagger dies, I'm going to be inconsolable because that is the... He was... Everybody else can die but not him because he has he has fought the ravages of age for so long because he actually did something and I think he is a testament. He is to be lauded. I know so many people, so many people, especially in my my uh, friends, who upon hitting a certain age, they just turn into couches. They just, I don't know what happens. They just, they figure, it's like, no, no, now you got to get in shape. Not before, but now you do. You get shape later when you're on the back nine. You understand this? Uh, Silver Fox says, aka Ford, thank you, Ford. Uh, great music on the private channel this past weekend. Kingstones, uh, free Linda. Also, what do you think of Byron Donald's, my congressman in Southwest Florida, 
running as vice president with Trump. I don't think that's going anywhere, but that's good. It's good to, it's good symbolically, symbolically, by the way, I appreciate that. Um, Let me also tell you something, Mr. Fox, what I do on the private um, channel. When I was a young youngster, I have had a great album collection. I mean, great. That was my passion. That was my, it's what I wanted to do. Any money I had, any, any, any quarters. I remember when you can get an album for like, I don't know, less than four bucks. I just, anyway. So friends would come over and I would say, bring a tape, cassette tape, and I'm just going to play a bunch of music for you. And I would sample stuff. They'd say, what is that? What is that? What is that? Who's that? What is that? And I love, I do on my channel, three things. A video, you know, uh, this, where I can talk. A story, a reference, which you may or may not, which, which may kind of accompany it, but a musical reference to something that you are not going to necessarily hear. And you're, or, or something which is, like, for example, the last one I did was uh, when Robert Plant and Alison Krauss kind of joined up. When, um, I mean, who were some other good ones? Uh, da, da, da. Let me see. Oh, remember the remember the song the New Radicals? Great song. You get what you give, or you get yeah, you get what you give. Remember, listen to that song again. How about Sixpence None the Richer? This is an American contemporary Christian music band. Fantastic. Um, let me see what there's one there. Oh, I put a piece of Steve Lukather and Rick Beato playing guitar. And watch, watch, you've got to see somebody, because I've always been in love with musicians. Watch somebody who was a professional play in ways like this. Uh, Sparky says Mick Jagger's dad was a PE instructor and used Mick to demonstrate exercises, athletic skills, drills, etc. Interesting. Thank you, Sparky. One never, I did not know that. Um, let me just say something going back a little bit about this. A little bit about that. And I'm throwing a lot of stuff at you. And if you've if you've ever, if you haven't figured this out, you're going to do this. When I talk to you, I put my clutch in and whatever comes out, it comes out. And that's it. I'm channeling to something else. I'm in another dimension right now. I know that sounds corny. I'm not worried about, let's talk about this. And now we're going to talk about it. No. Sometimes I think it's a big, ooh, I like that better. I mentioned the other day that Bobby Kennedy Jr., and already I can see it, Max Blumenthal and Jimmy Dore going in for the kill because they're trying to up their numbers. And I understand the metrics, and they're good people, to trying to lure Bobby Kennedy Jr. into, into having debates about Israel and uh, Palestine. That is the most stupid thing you can possibly do. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. It is a waste, a complete and total waste of time. If somebody wants to know that's fine, but you're going to be you're going to be introducing this into a lot of people's worlds, and they're not going to be asking for this, and they don't particularly care for this. Okay, they don't want to hear this. I have found out in my life there are certain things I never, ever, ever talk about. You know what that topic is? 
You know, the one topic I will never discuss with anybody ever. And it may surprise you, may not, but but the one the one topic, it's not religion, it's not politics, not anything like that. It's diet. Diet. I have never seen anything like this, and I have no interest. If somebody wants to know about, fine. But I don't say when I go to uh restaurants and I say, by the way, if you're into plant-based, whole plants, whatever you want to call it. One of the best places to eat is a steakhouse because they have the best sides. The best. And whenever somebody says, oh, are you? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm allergic to, oh, okay. I'm allergic. Certain things will get you into trouble in this country. You can have a strict diet if it's religious. You can, no, I'm kosher. Oh, okay, okay. I'm halal. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's fine. Or I'm allergic to, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm allergic to nuts. Oh, I've got a friend of mine who defines herself, her worth, by how many things she's allergic to. She loves being allergic to everything. She is. She loves it. And But I will never, ever, ever discuss plant-based, things like that, oil, fat. I heard something the other day. Give me an example. One of the most stupid things I've ever heard. Look, if you don't want to be, I don't care what you do. It's up to you. But don't don't make stuff up. Joe Rogan said this. He said, you know, these people who talk about, you know, uh, people who eat meat and all the health problems that are associated with a animal protein diet. They never talk about what you eat meat with. And I'm thinking, that's the most stupid thing I've ever heard in my life. You know, it's, it's not the fact that you're eating, you know, strychnine. It's the fact that you, you're not eating it with dairy. People will make things up. You have to understand something. One of the things I found out from years of doing this is that when people do not like what you're saying, when people don't like, they will make things up. They will change the facts in order to accommodate anything they want their world to be. Uh, Sparky says, I think that Mixed Dad hosts some of some sort of exercise show on BBC TV. Mick was quite athletic. Uh, look how high he could jump on stage. Mick also studied economics in college. Well, he went to London School of Economics for a while. Sparky, thank you for that. But you're right about that. And one of the things which is the most important, which is the most critical, which people never do. You never do this. You never see this. But as you are especially getting into older life, uh, you just don't see uh, older people work out. Minimal weight training is critical, but also flexibility, things like that. You just, it's just people go, they're just, they, they're just there to die. They may play golf. I don't know what it is. I heard somebody one time, I've got a friend of mine who has, who is so obese, it's not even funny. And actually said to another friend, he said, Boy, you've lost weight. We've got to fatten you up. And I stopped. That's like saying, you know, you're you're not you're not drinking enough. We got to drunken you up. I don't understand. I just don't. I I. It fascinates me how people. What do you not know? This is about life and death, and 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 we and we always pray for Bill. Please, but, but anyway, 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 enough of that. I want to go back to the notion about Trump. Do you think Trump really knows he wants to win? I think he wants to win, 
I think in the back of his mind, he wants to win. I think he says he wants to win. I think he, he's mad at these people. I think he wants more than anything else to, 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 to get, um, to get back, but no. The country is allergic to Donald Trump. And I think that what he tried to do was make things better. I think he gave up so much. I think he actually, I don't think he had any idea of how vicious these people were. I don't think he had any idea. I don't think he had any clue as to how vicious these people were. I don't think he had this. I thought he kind of maybe knew it would be tough, but never knew it was this tough and this dangerous and this brutal. I mean that. I don't think he had any idea. And when you go back, in fact, one of the stories, one of the things which I, I talk about on my channel, which is important, as I'm going into Alan Dulles, there's a book called, uh, I think by Talbot, one, one did, one did, uh, it's about, um, I forget the name of it, uh, Alan Dulles, who, you've got to understand how the CIA worked through him and how the Dulles brothers worked, John Foster and Alan, and how that set up the main, the, the, the foundation of a belief that provided that we do things outside of the realm of government, even though the president and whoever doesn't know about this. We do things outside of the realm of law and order and the like. You've got to understand this. Number two, another idea. We one day have to have, have you heard about the <coughs> Russell <coughs> Sartre Commission? Russell Sartre. You know, Jean-Paul Sartre. Russell. Russell Sartre Tribunal. Uh, hang on. And this was so good. We need to do this. This is so good. Russell, Russell Tribunal. This is also called the International War Crimes Tribunal or the Russell Sartre Tribunal or the Stockholm Tribunal. It was a private people's tribunal where people met. It started in, in organized in 1966 and they went around the world and they basically wanted to figure out how did Vietnam happen, who was responsible, and how did this come about. It is critical that we have something that deals with pandemics. We have to have a blue chip group of people, a blue chip tribunal to determine pandemics, biomedical, medical legal considerations, biomedical tyranny, biomedical martial law. Uh, we need to review the Josephs, uh, the, uh, uh, the uh, Jacobson um, uh, case from 1905, which needs to be done. It is so important. It is so critical. Listen to this. Sparky says, regular but not overbroad use of an airdyne style exercise by help dad's health a lot in his elderly years. You know, uh, by the way, Sparky, thank you. 
I don't know why people, and I, I, I remember, you remember in the 1960s, when John F. Kennedy formed the President's Physical Fitness. Remember when P.E.? I don't think P.E. was always there. P.E. started, I think, like in the 60s, where it became something where you went outside and kind of ran around and did something. And, and to some people, it was the only sports or only thing that was critical. Number one is diet. Number one is diet. Everything else is. Number one is diet. I heard something the other day that talked about the effects of alcohol versus fat. Like where does diabetes come from? Does it come from sugar? Does it come from carbohydrates? No. No. And without going into detail, without going into detail, it didn't say this, but in some respects, the effect of dietary fat is worse in some particular parameters than smoking. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm just going to stop right there because you got to read the whole study and you got to understand the particular things that are going on. But let's go back to what's going on. I'm jumping around, so follow with me. Stick with me. Back to Trump. Trump is not going to... Uh, he, he he cannot possibly win, but as of today, he, he can only be the Republican the Republican nominee. And if he is a nominee, fine. And if he wins, fine. I don't care. Do you want four more years of this? No. Do you want Gavin Newsom? No. So I don't want to hear about Trump. If Trump's a nominee, great. I vote for him. No problem. Thank you. Thank you, sir. He's a nominee. Wonderful. Thank you. Terrific. Thank you. Trump's a nominee. Terrific. I would rather have four years of no president than four more years of this. Do you have any earthly idea what is happening? And it's one of these things where it's almost like we have this gangrenous leg. And unless we amputate this politically, it's going to spread and kill the system. Joe Biden, remember something. Joe Biden couldn't fire the cleaning lady. I used to work with somebody. He used to always say, this program director, he couldn't fire the cleaning lady. Joe Biden is a titular theoretical sock puppet who was there, who has a pen that they probably signed for him. He doesn't know where he is. He is there in the last throes of his career. I am telling you right now, they had no idea that Hunter was this bad. None. Listen to what I'm saying. You're going to find this hard to believe. The shadow government, the people in charge, had no idea that he was this bad. Do you hear what I'm saying? Let me say this again to you. Let me make it very, very clear. They knew that it was shady, but had no idea it was this bad. No idea that under their nose, without anybody really checking this out, that Hunter and Joe were involved in what amounts to a family cartel racketeering criminal enterprise. 
influence peddling, bribery, extortion, you name it. When when Hunter is basically saying, I'm sitting next to a person, and if I tell him this, and me, who does not forget, that's extortion. Do this or I do this. When Joe Biden stood in front of the world, in front of the world, in front of the world and said, and I told that prosecutor, I'm going to be leaving in six hours. And if you don't fire Shokin, that's it. But it was extortion in front of everybody. Believe me what I'm telling you. They didn't understand this. They didn't understand this. They don't need this. There's no reason why that is purely benefits Joe. That didn't benefit them. He's not taking one for the team. He's not kicking it up, so to speak, to the boss. No, that's all Joe. Oh, no, 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 no. He's And believe me when I'm telling you this. Do not be surprised. Do not be surprised if all of a sudden you wake up one day and Hunter is popped. Hunter is nailed. Do not be surprised. Do not be surprised. Believe me when I tell you this. Don't think that somehow, because as these people are evil, but they're not very organized. They're not really organized. And I would, and I'm trying to explain to people, who is this shadow government? Like you have different divisions. You have the globalist version of it. And these are people from the Western globalists. You've got people like, you know, World Economic Forum and Schwab and others in World Health Organization. Don't forget the World Bank's there, the World Monetary Fund, all those people. They're, they're still there, the UN, you know, Bilderberg, um, CFR, those folks. But remember something, you never hear about BRICS. You never hear about the other side. You never hear about the other countries who are now looking to, to reform. Because remember, Schwab was correct when he said this was a great reset. But you're going to be seeing a lot of other people who are going to be who are going to be interested in resetting something different. I'm going to say something to you, and you have to understand this. Listen very carefully to what I'm saying. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, BRICS. If they were to take over, if they were to enjoy the degree of dominance, and they were to cause an imbalance in this clogged sewer of a system that might be better for us. Now, that doesn't mean I'm rooting for China. It doesn't mean I'm rooting for rooting for uh, Russia or India. No. But I want something to set these things up because I'm sure as hell not rooting for these folks. Because my own country isn't doing anything to support me. Let me ask you something. What does your what is your country doing for you? Ask not what you can do for your country. Ask no, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, JFK. Ask now, what is your country doing to you? Tell me. What is the benefit? What what we this this government? I'm taking what Ronald Reagan said. I want to shut this thing down. I mean, we have it is it is so this cancer has the the uh, pathogens have, have extravasated to such an extent that it's metastatic. So going back, do you know what the chemo is? What the radiation is? Bobby Kennedy, because she's going to go in 
and kill the tumor, which is the Democratic Party. Once you stop that, now, by the way, if you think the Republican Party is your friend, you're out of your mind. If you think Jim Jordan is worth a damn, you're out of your mind. If you think anybody like John, John, John Kennedy, you know, stop it. Stop it. It's a dog and pony show. They're worthless. Worthless. We need something completely different. Well, Bobby, can, if he doesn't make these stupid mistakes by being sidetracked, by, by, by taking the bait every time somebody wants to debate him, but I, you've already heard me say that before, and I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. That's all I'm going to say. We have so many great things that could potentially be happening right now. So many great things. But it all comes down to you. You have got to get out of this mindset where you sit back and you say, well, I let them tell me something. No. No, no, no. You go out and you investigate. Our good friend Sparky says, establishment decided on Joe before they knew. He dropped off and there was no time to come to a consensus in someone else when Joe's dementia became evident. You know, it's funny that you say this, uh, Sparky. By the way, thank you again. Let's talk about this. Number one, number one, stop saying that Joe has dementia. Joe may be a little bit, Joe knows where he is. Joe knows what he's saying. Joe may be a little, Joe may look around and go, "Eh," you get that look. Don't let Joe hide behind that because he's going to get the Sicilian flu. Joe's going to try to get out of going to the pokey, the big house, impeachment, whatever it is. But they're going to say, oh, well, well, he, you, you, we, we can't impeach him. He doesn't have the mental wherewithal. Well, you said it yourself. So lay off this thing. Don't think that Joe is so far gone. He's not that far gone. Believe me, he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows exactly. Don't believe this for a moment. He may, he may, uh, I don't think he's not cranking that up a little bit. Okay. Don't think he's not saying, go, Joe, go on. Look, look kind of stupid. When Zelensky, remember Zelensky at the GE, whatever the hell it was, he's walking around saying, nobody talks to me. Remember that one? Don't you ever believe that Joe is out of his mind. Don't do that. That's too easy. Too obvious, too simple. No, no, no. And also, they're going to tell you that uh, Hunter Biden is so gone, he doesn't know anything. He's just this poor, you know, everybody's had somebody in their family that's had a drug problem. Stop this. Do not let them lie to you like this. They're setting you up. This is nonsense. Do not fall for this. You know exactly what they're doing. Don't think for a moment that this is, oh, you know, we just got to wait. And next, Gavin Newsom. Take Joe and multiply the dangerousness at levels. Because now you've got somebody who has ambition. Oh my God. Give me somebody, give me somebody who's corrupt with ambition. Not somebody who's 80 years old who said, you know what? I'm gonna I I kind of have something. No, no, I want somebody hungry. And Gavin Newsom will say anything. He'll say anything, believe anything. He will shut you down. The people that the, the people who will end up being the most draconian are people you wouldn't believe. For example, look at look at um, Trudeau. What they did to Canada. The only way you've got to crush the Democratic Party, crush them. And this is where Bobby Kennedy comes in. Now, what all these people have to do, 
Max Blumenthal, Jimmy Dore. Do me a favor. Stop for a second. Stop. Stop. I know you're passionate about Israel. Thank you very much. Don't do this. I know you want to build your own numbers up. I understand. I mean, we, we all do. Don't do this. Do this. Put this aside later. Because right now, I, I don't know how to break this to you. But if you went to a thousand undecided, independent, critical voters, swing voters, and you ask them how important, how critical, how, how primary is the Israeli-Palestinian settlement border, bro, they would say, I don't even know what you're talking about. Because that's just a routine. That is so inside baseball for purposes of an election. No. What you need to do, Max and Jimmy and everybody else and uh, all all the uh, all the whoever these people are, our good friend Dinesh, Joe Rogan, you got to say you have to debate Gavin Newsom. No, not debate Max Blumenthal. No, 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 no. Have I made myself clear? No. Why do you want to wound him? Why? It's like preseason. You don't put you don't put your best quarterback in for long periods of time. Hey, let him work out a little bit, but you don't risk him getting hurt in preseason. What are you doing? You want to have everybody say you've got to debate Gavin Newsom. You're Democrats, aren't you? They're already treating uh, Bobby like he's not a Democrat. He's a Democrat. Do this. Talk about this. And no talk about vaccines. No talk about vaccines. None. 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 And if he does say anything about vaccines, the only thing out of Bobby's mouth is, I just want to make sure they're safe. That's it. One line. I want to make sure they're safe. I'm not anti I want to make sure they're safe. That's it. You control it. But do not fall prey because he's Bobby thing. Bobby does. I don't think he really understands. Maybe it's been a long time since he's been involved in politics. He thinks he's Bobby Kennedy. He thinks that we hang on every word. And oh my God, did you hear his latest thing with the Johns Hopkins study? I don't want to hear about that anymore. I want you to go in and I want him to destroy the Democratic Party. Destroy it. And say that Gavin Newsom represents the worst iteration of human political stagnation, malignancy you can imagine. Sparky says, funny, I've had relatives who had memory loss consciously play the dementia card when situation needed it, even though, unbeknownst to them, they didn't know, they didn't need to alter their behavior. Well, uh, by the way, Sparky, thank you. Let's be very, very careful of one thing. We are not physicians. Dementia, people say Alzheimer's, they're using these terms. No, no, we don't know. We we those are terms of art. Dementia is kind of like an old, it's like a like like an overbroad type of things. And all I know is simply this. They're playing it up too much. They're playing it up too much. You understand what I'm saying? They're playing it up too much. But I want Bobby to go in there and say that the Republican, that the Democratic Party is nothing but a bunch of corrupt, basically Republican wannabes. These are warmongers. These are warmongers. Which of your sons are you willing to die in Finland? Let's assume that there's this NATO. Let's assume that um, 
Zelensky, by the way, Ukraine's not in NATO by now. Explain to people what that means. This whole thing was about in 2008, was that it? Was it the Budapest? I get my idea. When, right when NATO uh, invited both Soviet Georgia, Georgia rather, and uh, Ukraine, remember Georgia took the bait? And and uh, Putin said, oh, no, you don't. No, no, no. And then Ukraine said, okay. So they created Zelensky. Zelensky was created by a guy named Kolomoisky. He is a, a Ukrainian billionaire. I think he's in Sweden now. He's in exile. And he created this guy out of nowhere. Now, as of today, they're still not in NATO. Why is that? So the question I ask is, Mr. Newsom, yes. Do you have any children? Yes. Look out there and ask anybody whether their sons, probably their sons, should die, let's say, in Finland or wherever because of some Article 5 transgression. Because once Ukraine is in, somebody's going to make something. Somebody's going to draw Russia into it to attack. And then once you attack Ukraine, then we gotta, we've got to go to war to defend a part of Article 5? Who wants this? Anybody? This is on the border. Let me tell you what happened in 1962 when something 90 miles away from the United States occurred. And we almost went to war. And it wasn't because of the, uh, the, uh, not the, job, not the job, what did they call it? The, uh, the, the missiles in Turkey. It wasn't about that. It was a very complicated thing. But, but the point is people, people lauded. They said, this was great. The JFK almost went to war. For what? Anyway, let's see what, let's see what Newsom has to do about that. Let's see what he has to say about it. Go down the list. Go down the list. I told you. Go down the list. Go down your own state. Your own state. You know they say the a governor's a great way to uh, a great springboard for being a president. Why don't we do this? Let's look at what you've done. And it goes on and on. My problem is simply this. You've got a bunch of people right now who are out there doing their best and they want to promote their own networks, their own platforms and the like. But please wait till the election is over. Uh, Sparky says Bobby Jr. seems to be to genuinely like people and genuinely mean well. I think he is too. I really do. I think there's a. And by the way, Sparky, thank you. I think there's something innocent to him, almost, almost innocently innocent. I don't think he really gets how bad. I don't. I. I. I don't know. I've got my worries about him. I already told you they're going to set him up with some little chicky. They're going to honey trap him. You watch. Watch what I'm telling you. I know this. I can read it on the wall. I can see it coming. Anyway, that's the bottom line. You want Bobby? You want them to look at the Democrats and say, oh my God, this is the new Democratic Party. This is the new Democratic Party. Maybe keep Tucker out. Tucker's a good way to pull the right into the middle if you want to destroy the Republican Party. Why he's interviewing the Tate brothers, I have no idea. This is this is this is where Tucker and I say, "Are you out of your mind? What are you doing?" Out of all the people you could be talking about, what is this fixation you have? What is this? Is where he gets reckless. This is where this is where he's not. That's okay. It's a free country. You do whatever you want. This is where every time Tucker does something smart, he had on uh, Devin Archer. He had on uh, Kola, I mean uh, Kolomoisky. He had on uh, Bob, uh, Or that's it. That's great stuff. And then he goes off into these tangents. And then he'll maybe get a wild hair where he's got a, 
they talked to Adam Carolla for a while. I was like, oh, okay, okay. So he's uh, he's not as serious as I thought, Tucker. He's better, but he's still not there. Bobby Kennedy's a different story. We are, we are, we are, my friends, going right now to get serious. We are going to get serious. Okay, my dear friends, listen, I want to thank you. Let me also tell you something. Let me remind you. And please do me a favor as we speak right now. This is Mrs. L's. This is her information right here. Hang on a minute. Wait a minute. There we go. Right here. Follow Lynn's Warriors on Twitter right there at Lynn's Warriors. See it is? See it? Follow it right there. And YouTube at Lynn's Warriors. Do it right now. Because of the information that now everybody's talking about, which interestingly enough, nobody dared mention before. Interesting. All right, dear friends, have a great and a glorious day. See you tonight at uh, 7, 7 o'clock Eastern time. And uh, I'll tell you what I did uh, today, which I will explain to you later on today. And it's going to be quite the story. In any event, thank you. Have a great and a glorious day. I appreciate immensely your support. And your and don't forget to like the channel, subscribe to the subscribe to it, hit that little bell so you're notified of live streams and new videos. And don't forget our great friends at Noble Gold Investments. Just read, look, look, it's fascinating. That's all. All right, my friends. Don't forget the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue ya. Ta-ta.